Hey folks, welcome to the podcast. We have a great show lined up for you tonight. I ha- I'm here with Jeremy Euro and uh, Caden Ryback. Jeremy, how are you feeling tonight? I'm doing all right. You know, it was funny. We were in the elevator going down to get Caden here. And you said, how are you doing today? And I said, I'm feeling a bit indecisive. But the one thing I'm not indecisive about is who killed JFK. So it's a good thing <laughs> that we're doing this podcast. Yeah, that's what we're talking about tonight. Yeah, do you want to introduce your some of the background knowledge? Yeah, so I'm somewhat of a presidential historian. Not really. I'm just a journalism major who's very interested in uh, presidential politics. And uh, the assassination's always been as interesting to me. One, because the Kennedy presidency has created a level of intrigue that's we haven't really seen with any president in um, ever really in our country's history. And two, because it was just so many question marks regarding the assassination. Was there a second shooter? Why were there so many irregularities um, after the president was assassinated? And um, it's kind of interesting because there are still documents that we don't have today regarding why JFK was assassinated. And if you pull Americans today, a majority of people believe that Lee, Hos- Lee Harvey Oswald was not the only person involved. So the majority of Americans actually do believe there was some conspiracy, maybe not a wild conspiracy, but something other than Lee Harvey Oswald killed uh, JFK and that's it. So I've always wanted to get to the bottom of it. One of my career goals as a journalist is to figure out who killed him. <laughs> best of luck to me. And I'll hand it over to Kate. Thank you. I like him. Yeah, best of luck to you. I think yeah, one of the things good luck that, on that, right? Yeah, one of the things that... Um, so my name's Caden, and uh, I am a, a journalism major as well. Um, the JFK assassination is important to me, especially this year, because it was the first conversation I had this new year. I was uh, in Medellin, Colombia, um, and the first, in, in, at the very beginning of this year, I was watching fireworks go off over the city, um, and the first conversation I engaged in was my, my brother, who was standing right next to me on the balcony, and we just started talking about who killed JFK, and um, he is a firm believer in the CIA theory. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I found it very interesting, uh, and that conversation that I had with him stuck with me. And then when Jackson uh, brought up like talking about this and, and all the different I- ideas surrounding it, uh, I was able to go and like research it. And and uh, I'm, I would consider myself a conspiracy theory skeptic. Um, I usually boil that stuff down to uh, you know us just kind of like making connections where there are really none because that's what we do as human beings. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm here to be a little bit skeptical, but over the course of my research, there's one theory in particular that I really have latched onto and that I see as being a possible explanation as to what happened. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to talk. <laughs> I, I want to add on to a point that Caden made about a skeptic. I just want to make clear, I don't believe in most conspiracy theories. We definitely landed a man on the moon, you know, 9-11 was not an inside yeah. job, like, yeah. so if I come out with you some theories about JFK, just know by and large, I do not believe in conspiracy theories, and even though I do have my own theory, that doesn't mean that I'm sure of it, I just believe that it's possible, so and, we'll get into it. And you know what, the thing too, uh, I, I like the, the fact that, you know, this, this is something where, this is, even conspiracy theory skeptics, the Kennedy assassination, is one that you kind of like give a It's pass. an open book. It's, yeah, you're yeah. like, we can't rule some things out. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And because there's clearly something missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's something where, uh, and this just comes to my mind, I remember I had a, a U.S. history teacher in, a, in high school who uh, said to us, she goes, listen, I don't buy any conspiracy theory, but I do entertain the JFK ones. Yeah. And that always stuck with me that she said that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's really crazy how, like, it's the first, because, like, I mean, the idea that, like, we didn't land someone on the moon or something like that, like, that's just ridiculous. Like, I think we can, like, shut that down and be like, that's a little weird if you yeah. think that we just made that up. Yeah. That Spielberg shot it in a Hollywood set or something <laughs> like that. But, like, the fact that some people serious in academia, you mm-hmm. know, don't come at you and say, I believe this, but they'll say, you know, it's possible, I think makes it kind of wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, you know, considering uh, this is obviously about the assassination, um, just kind of giving a little bit of background, just a tad about when we're talking about what's going on at the time. It's November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. 
Dallas, Texas. Yeah. The official story is that Lee Harvey Oswald um, shot Kennedy, and uh, he was a sole actor. And that sole actor theory comes from the Warren investigation, which was opened up shortly after uh, JFK was killed, um, which basically said, like, Lee Harvey Oswald was the, yeah. the only one involved in this, and um, that's that. And uh, a lot of people don't believe that. <laughs> and we're going to talk about some of those today. <laughs> so you just want to start by, like, talking about our theories or what you think is possible or what I think is possible. I think we should then... start by talking about why the... So what do you call that one? The sole, the sole actor. So why I, the sole actor theory had it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Has, yeah, yeah, and just why people are, are skeptical about that. Yeah, um, yeah. So there are a couple things that are just really unusual about the Kennedy assassination. I'll just point out some examples of things that don't quite add up. The first thing, and this is something that I could easily just been overreacting, and it could be nothing. But when Kennedy was first shot, he was shot in the throat area and he grabs onto his throat and the Secret Service officer driving the car actually slows down the car, turns around and looks at him for a couple, maybe like two or three seconds. And then the second shot hits Kennedy and then he speeds off. Mm. Now, some people like to create this conspiracy theory that he was in on it. I don't know. I think personally, even as someone who, and I'm just going to say right out, I think the most likely culprit was the CIA. Um, but I think that theory is just someone who wasn't doing his job as well as he should have been. He should have immediately accelerated as soon as he saw the president was hit. But that's something that some people talk about, that they bring up. So that's one thing. Uh, another thing is after JFK was, you know, taken to... What was the hospital that he was taken to? I don't remember the name of the hospital, but it was a, a Dallas hospital. Yeah, after he was taken and proclaimed dead, they failed to file a basic police report on the issue, which is just ridiculous. It's the president of the United States. <laughs> he was just killed. He can't fill out a basic police report. They lost the initial autopsy report. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald was killed on live TV. And then the guy who killed Lee Harvey Oswald, Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby was then killed in jail, right? Mm-hmm. A couple of years later. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just bizarre. And even some people talk about the actual shot itself, like the angle that the shot came at, like it doesn't make sense that it could be one shooter, you know, one shot the hits I throat, most and often. one hits him in the head from seemingly a different direction. And um, one, another one of my favorite theories, we have absolutely no context about what it means, but there's a man standing with the umbrella. You heard about the umbrella uh, man? Yeah, yeah. and uh, some <laughs> people think that maybe that was some sort of marker or something. I mean, perfectly sunny day, and here's this guy all dressed up in a suit holding the umbrella. We don't really know much about the umbrella man, but it is kind of weird. So those are just some of the things that are a bit unusual. There's probably some details that I'm missing. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I kind of wanted to elaborate one thing about uh, with Kennedy when he was taken to uh, the hospital. Um, after he was taken to that hospital, an autopsy report was done, and uh, his body was then taken to D.C. Mm-hmm. to have another autopsy done by a doctor with uh, questionable qualifications. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing about that is that it's not necessarily considered the right procedure to take the body like to another location to have no, the autopsy not, done. No. Um, but also the uh, the autopsy reports made by the doctors in 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 Texas versus the ones in DC conflicted on where the bullets were mm. positioned and where he was shot from. Um, and so there's certain things like that that happens, and 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 particularly with uh, and another thing is the the evidence that just never is found afterwards. Mm-hmm. Kennedy's brain matter is disposed of and nobody knows where it is. I think they, some people say that RFK came in and like swooped it away <laughs> or something so that you didn't want it to be in a museum or you didn't want it to... Mm-hmm. I, I never I never heard about where... Yeah, let me look it up, dude. Yeah, yeah RFK came in to save, save his brother's brain. I and, don't know. And then certain bullet fragments were also missing that would have been helpful to have seen. Um, but... Actually, I kind of want to go from there about one of the things that I friendly about this. So you, well, let's let's actually. Do you want to start with because you were going towards the CIA? Yeah. My I, my my one. Uh, it has to do a lot with um, 
the bullet itself and the loss of evidence. Okay. Uh, the theory yeah. that, that I've heard that I quite like. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I don't go detail, but do you want to do the CIA one? Because the CIA one is, is the most popular. It is the most popular, and one of the reasons it's the most popular, I wouldn't say is because there's direct evidence that, like, proves it, but it's just because it's the hardest to rule out. Like, you know, story after story, they say we can't find anything. Like, it seems like for most conspiracy theories, LBJ was in on it. You know, the Russians were in on it, the Cuban, you know, something. There's some kind of like, well, if that was true, then this would also need to be true, and it isn't. But you can't really rule out the CIA one. We know that um, JFK had beef with the CIA, and that started with the biggest failure of his presidency, which was the, big in, the Bay of Pigs invasion, where JFK is sworn into office. He swears he's going to have this new diplomatic approach to international relations that's never really been seen before by an administration, you know, um, never negotiate out of fear and never fear to negotiate. And, you know, he gives that famous peace speech at the American University later where he says America will never start a war. But early on in his presidency, the CIA convinces him to invade Cuba. We would have gotten away with it, except we tried to scale back our air invasion to you know, go under the pretense that the U.S. wasn't behind it, but they find that the U.S. was behind it. It fails miserably, and um, it starts off a rocky relationship with the CIA. And one time JFK is quoted as saying, I want to splinter the CIA into a million pieces and shatter it into the wind. <laughs> um, and, you know, there are other instances, too, where he just didn't agree with the approach of the CIA. He called it a state within a state. There was um, executive missions by the CIA in Latin and Central America where we would depose of um, governments and try and force our way in. And uh, JFK didn't agree with that. And there was even things where he wanted to reform uh, the Treasury and um, reform the CIA. And um, it, it, it kind of was a beef, to be honest with you. And the fact that the head of the Warren Commission was with the CIA. The head of the Warren Commission yeah. being uh, Earl, Earl, Earl Warren. Earl Warren, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's... And, and, and that, and, and when we, we talk about... We want to talk about what is the Warren Commission? The Warren, so the Warren Commission is basically was, was what the government set to investigate Kennedy's assassination. The original one. There were a few later. Um, but this is the one uh, that basically put as much support as possible behind uh, the lone actor theory. Okay, so it was um, put together after the assassination. Yeah, so it was put, yeah. together, it was put together after the assassination on November 29th of 1963 through an executive order by LBJ. And um, yeah, when, when we're talking also about uh, possible conflicts of interest here, yeah. um, particularly with having like members of like the FBI or people who are tied with the CIA, FBI yeah. that are actually on the War Commission. Um, the other thing I was going to say is that you, you kind of alluded to it, but Kennedy had much more of a diplomatic approach that he'd like to take towards foreign policy, while a lot of people in the CIA were more war hockey. Yeah, and, absolutely. And uh, were frustrated with some of Kennedy's policies in Vietnam and also towards Cuba. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, with the War Commission, there's, there's, there's just the conflicts of interest that people yeah. talk about and how a lot of the process during the course of the investigation, certain things were pushed aside. Um, a lot of uh, eyewitness accounts and the people who were there talking about, um, there were 30 people who said that they had heard um, gunshots coming from the grassy knoll, which was in the opposite direction of where uh, Lee Harvey Oswald would have been uh, positioned when he fired uh, at the motorcade. The grassy and, knoll, uh, is that a name of a... Grassy Knoll is the name of like the actual like grass like area. Okay. I think it's 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 not the name of the actual like grass part itself, more of like what conspiracy theorists like. That, that, that's just like, what they refer to it. Yeah, that's what I yeah. would have guessed because that's a weird name for like a park or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? No, you actually asked a great question, and I'm just looking it up now. The grassy Knoll is the name. It's it's the Grassy Knoll Dealey Plaza. Huh. Uh, is the yeah is the. Um, it, it, it became of interest following the assassination of, of, of uh, JFK. That was just from the Wikipedia article, I just want to say. So. Okay, <laughs> but, yeah. um, but no, that was, that was a good question. I yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, 
that's the thing with like the Warren Commission, and, and I was saying with the with the with the eyewitness accounts and people talking about a lot of that, the Warren Commission just kind of dismissed as being um, people being confused and all the the, co- the the commotion that was happening after the shooting, um, leading them to think that there were shots in that direction, which I actually think could is very well true, and it kind of goes into what. Yeah. Over the course of my research, I, I believe. And I'm, I'm sure you're going to give more details to back that up, but you can even watch the video and it looks unnatural. He has the first shot and then he has the second shot that makes his head go backwards. And it's like, it doesn't look like one person shooting in the, in the direction like several different times. It, it, you know, you can even see that by looking at the video. Like, it just looks weird. To my point on, you know, this background of there being political differences between the CIA and JFK. It, it doesn't prove anything, but it gives you, at the very least, a reason to believe that the CIA was less than thrilled to have uh, Kennedy as president. Yeah. Um, and I think we can say that with confidence, right, guys? Yeah. Remind um, me, you were talking about a connection with somebody from the CIA and the Warren Commission? Yeah, Earl oh. Warren. So yeah, from the CIA. He's from the CIA. Okay. Yes, and he was in charge of uh, investigating the president's death. But just like... I'm not sure how you could have these inconsistencies, the autopsy report, not being able to fill in a basic police report when uh, the president was assassinated. There's just too many irregularities from the inside that don't make sense. Even the way, and I'm not saying that LBJ was involved in this, by the way, but even the way that he was acting. He was vice president, correct? Yes. Uh, And he was sworn in afterwards. Even the way that he was acting afterwards, I've read quite a bit about that. Uh, his first 24, 48 hours of president was very interesting to say the least. I don't know if you've looked into that, but... No, so where where, where I spent the most time looking at had to do... I want to just backtrack to where you're talking about. And that's probably what I should have done, but I think it's good, actually, because you have, like, the specific details, and I have kind of, (laughs) like, you know, where people are coming from, kind of. I don't know. The general overlook, absolutely. So, So, um... Kind of moving away from the CIA stuff. So one of the things with with, with uh, I, to kind of put a little bow on the CIA thing and why it's that theory can be dismissed in some ways is that there's a lot of actors that people bring up, yeah. but then they don't end up tying them together. Yeah. So um, kind of building off of uh, after the Warren investigation, um, there's people who are. Um, who, 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 and the most American public that aren't satisfied yeah. with uh, what they had come up with. Um, so what ends up happening is uh, just a few years later, a few years after um, JFK's assassination, um, Garrison makes a case. This is a, uh, uh, a um, attorney in Texas. Basically, what, what Garrison ends up doing is he, he, he does an investigation, and, and he, he's the one that kind of ends up... Um, putting together this like big conspiracy tying in all these different actors talking about Clay Shaw um, who uh, called up a lawyer um, to represent Oswald after um, the assassination uh, the day after um, and also um, other people with, with connections supposedly to Lee Harvey Oswald um, but basically you know in the process of doing this and finding all these different actors that have possible motives there's not a lot of ways that they end up tying together. There's no explanation that's really given as to why yeah. all these different actors end up collaborating, especially when some of them have different political leanings. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of talk about Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald yes. is very much more towards the leftist communist side of the spectrum. Yeah, I always well, understood he, he, was, he was definitely a communist yeah. at some point. Yeah. With, 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 with his beliefs, but then some of the people that were talking about the CIA are kind of coming from a right, right-wing perspective and so the, the the level of collaboration is kind of called into doubt. Um, yeah. And just because you know the truth is there's so a lot of these people end up dying too in, in, in many mysterious ways. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that, you know, there's stuff that we don't know, and it it sucks because if we had those extra pieces of details, we may never get them. Mm-hmm. Then it could help us tie us together. But yeah. But a lot of them end up uh, dying. Um, yeah. And uh, one of those people is. Um, David Ferry, who was actually at the center of Garrison's investigation. Uh, but four days after Garrison's probe went public, 
Uh, he died of a, of a brain hemorrhage, was what the official report had said. Yeah. Um, but then many believed he basically had committed suicide just because of the timing that had, had occurred when they were ended up, ended up opening the investigation that he ends up dying. Yeah. So you do believe in some type of conspiracy? There's not, I, I, I think that when I was able to look into it, my thing was that I, I could see why people are able to see all this and just go, this is really suspicious. There yeah. seems like there's certain things that are going on here. People are trying to cover it up. I think that there was some form of covering up, but I don't think it had anything to do with people trying to cover up the acts of the CIA and like some some plot that they had coerced yeah. to kill the president. So here's here's what what I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is called the moral the moral error theory. All right. Mm-hmm. Put together by Howard Donahue. He's a ballistics uh, expert. Uh, and he, he does, he, he basically went through years of research um, in the 1970s. Um, that, and he was looking specifically at the footage that we have from the assassination, um, the autopsy reports, and he even goes to the National Archives to look at what's called the magic bullet, which is the, the first bullet that hits Kennedy. Mm. Um, so in the course of, of doing this research, what Howard Donahue, Donahue does is he goes, he looks at the autopsy reports, and, and one of the things that people bring up is that the first shot that hits Kennedy ends up passing through his neck yeah. and then hits uh, the Texas governor who's in the car with him. Yeah. Um, but the trajectory of the bullet, a lot of people call them to question because of where it ends up hitting. Um, not a governor. fatal shot, right? Yeah, it, it's not a fatal shot towards the governor, it's a fatal shot on Kennedy, the one that goes to the neck. The neck, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and People looked at that and they were like, oh, but the, the trajectory of this, this doesn't make sense. When he took a look at the bullet, the bullet was a full metal jacket bullet. Mm-hmm. And uh, that very well came from, from the RB Oswald. What does that mean? Full metal jacket bullets are bullets that have a casing over it so that when it hits its target, it doesn't shatter on impact. Okay. So it's, it, and, and part of the reason why those were used is because like during the Geneva Convention, there was a whole deal where they were like, we shouldn't be producing any more of those I believe it's called hollow point bullets, yeah, which yeah. are the ones that shatter on impact. Yeah. Um, or at least we shouldn't be selling them to civilians. In other words, we're looking uh, at you, Germany. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, these these hurt, and uh, they're they're really unethical. Yeah. Um, so uh, when he takes a look, the, that bullet we actually still have, it's in the National Archives, he looks at it, and he said, actually, because of there was some damage on the bullet, and because it was a full metal jacket bullet, and from where the, it hit Kennedy, um, they're saying, he said, it's very well that it, it did that and the trajectory followed. Mm. The second bullet that ends up being president, which from the Warren investigation and from the sole actor theory is supposed to also have come from Lee Harvey Oswald's gun. Um, this is where the mortal error theory really comes into play. Mm. So what Howard Donahue says is that the second bullet that ends up hitting Kennedy, which is the one that hits him in the back of the head, mm. um, and ends up removing part of his skull mm-hmm. and is where a, Jackie Kennedy ends up having a back, like pop in the back of the car to like pick up the, the piece. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, that that bullet came from another gun. Yeah. And that that because that bullet shattered on impact, and that the issue was is that the brain matter that uh, as we already discussed with the with the bullet fragments on and the rest of the bullet fragments are no longer there. You can't find them; they've disappeared. Yeah. And. Um, the argument is that, well, it couldn't have come from Lee Harvey Oswald's gun, but it's possible that it came from the car that was behind Kennedy in the Secret Service motorcade. Yeah. So mortal error theory says that George Hickory accidentally shot Kennedy after Lee Harvey Oswald's um, first bullet. So when Lee Harvey Oswald shot Kennedy, uh, one of George Hickory, who's one of the Secret Service members, um, who's in the motorcade behind President Kennedy, reacts to that that shot being fired. Panics. Panics, stands up and accidentally fires a bullet that hits Kennedy in the back of the head. Hmm. Now, what this would mean is, 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 is two things. It, it, it gives some idea as to why that bullet's missing and why that one happened to shatter um, and came from like an AR-15, which is the gun that uh, George Hickory was was holding. Possibly could have come from that. Yeah. Um, 
And it would explain why all that had been kind of swept up and why that's not to be found because it was the Secret Service and, and basically trying to go, oh my gosh, we can't possibly yeah. let this information get out. Yeah. The CIA and the FBI also going, we're, we're going to help you guys out because we can't, that's going to look bad on us as well. Yeah. Um, and, and so it, it helps explain that this was just like some tragic error. Um, and that why there's so much of these like loose ends and, and these areas where it looks like things are being tried to cover up is because it was basically them trying to cover their ass uh, after the, the, the president had been assassinated. What it would also mean is that George Hickory isn't necessarily responsible for the president's death because it was determined that the bullet that hit Kennedy, that first one, would have been fatal yeah. as is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it also does help put down some of the conspiracy theories about there being shooters in the grassy knoll. Yeah. Because that argument says that the bullet would have had to have come from the front. And what Howard Donahue says is that no, it, it still it looks like from the video that it, it came from the back. And if it came from the back, it most it's it's very possible that it came from the motorcade or, or the uh, the vehicle behind Kennedy. And that was um, George Hickory. Uh, jo yeah, so George Hickory was the Secret Service member. So is when this what was that? I was wondering if there's any information about like George Hickory after this. Did he? Was he still a Secret Service member? So George Hickory afterwards, I don't know if he was any longer a Secret I don't Service think member. He was actually, yeah. But what ends up happening is is uh, he is uh, the the Warren report and everything. They they end up like interviewing all the the four mm -hmm. Secret Service members that are in that car. Um, and when this theory comes out saying that it's possible that one of them did it, the Secret Service says like that's no 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 that's not what happened at all. But those four um, Secret Service members, including George Hickory, didn't deny that that's what happened. Really? Um, yeah, and remained pretty quiet about it. So, is there exact language? Is that on record? Uh, about like being non-responsive? No, okay. at least not that I know of. Okay. But the point of them, like, like not like they did not say anything afterwards. We know that. Yeah. Um, but if they were like reached out to for a response, I, I do not know. Um, but yeah, so that that's. That's kind of the, the idea of a mortar error theory, and and part of what I like about that is that it kind of helps explain one of my big issues with conspiracy theories in general, is that, take Watergate, which yeah. happens a decade after this, you know, where a president collaborates with other government agencies to, to, for nefarious reasons. Um, that ends up getting uncovered, right? Yeah. There's people that speak out about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm the assassination of a U.S. president with multiple government agencies being involved with possible foreign agents like you don't the think Cubans they could have sealed it up so easily sealed that off in the same way that faking the moon landing like you have to have so many people collaborate and remain silent I have a hard time believing that a vast conspiracy would be possible for them to pull off and not have any like Anyone come out and speak out would be like, no, 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 actually, this is the true story, or have go to the press or anything to, like that. To give you a bit of a counter-argument, mm -hmm. if I may, I want to start by saying, first of all, to lead into my point, it's interesting that the president was so willing to be in open motorcades. The Secret Service and CIA told him multiple times, we don't want you doing this. We want you in a protected motorcade. We want to amp up security. And there's videos of JFK when he goes all over the world and in Ireland and in Europe and throughout the US and he's going through these open motorcades and mm -hmm. he's touching everyone's hands and Bobby's touching everyone's hands and it's yeah. kind of amazing that he wasn't shot before then. They asked JFK, mm -hmm. why do you do this? He said a president shouldn't have to fear being among his people, which is mm -hmm. a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. Well, <laughs> Maybe there is something to be afraid of, unfortunately. Yeah, it isn't true because if it was true, he wouldn't have been assassinated among his own people. So Similar to his philosophies during the presidency, JFK was an idealist, and he was led by those ideals. Um, but to go into that, Richard Nixon and Watergate, it was a pretty big operation to, um, and it was a poorly, Richard Nixon didn't do a very good job of shielding himself from Watergate because he didn't think it would unravel the way that it did. I think you need to, you know, like you can say, well, this one, things got out this one things didn't but you have to look at the unique circumstances to each situation to why things got out why things didn't 
Um, and I think, you think the Warren investigation? I think the Watergate. It's actually such a large scale because you're literally spying on the DNC pretty consistently. Yeah. And also, Warren's. I mean, Nixon's. You know, ability to let the secret tape get out and let things unravel. He, he was almost a mastermind at letting himself get undone. Yeah. And you know, Bernstein and um, you know, the Washington Post. That journalistic effort was among the greatest we've seen in history. Um, I think you need to look at Watergate as a very unique situation. Um, I'm sure there are other instances where presidents have done things like that. It didn't get out. I don't have any evidence to back that up, but I'm just saying that it's possible. Um, I'm just saying, don't you think it's at all possible that it's a lot easier to shoot someone down in an open motorcade than it is to cover up an entire investigation um, like Watergate because JFK you're the president of the US in an open motorcade like why are you doing that like and my, my thing to add on to that is that let me find yes, moderator. <laughs> I, I was afraid of that so you said um, um, it's possible that the US society I, I, became more skeptical after the Kennedy assassination and that led to um, uncovering things such as Watergate. Mm -hmm. It's possible that wouldn't have happened if it weren't for the uh, mysteries of the Kennedy assassination. I'm saying I think this is a really unfortunate idea that I makes me sick, but what if it wasn't as impossible to cover up the Kennedy assassination as it would seem? Like on a large scale, like the president's assassinated, that's gotta be a huge thing that's hard to cover up. Mm -hmm. But like, you have a guy riding in an open motorcade. Yeah, it's a it's a free shot. You have a guy to pin it on. Like I don't know, it, it's it's possible to cover up. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, so like, you, so you, you think there was only one shooter? No, I, I, no, I think there was two shooters. You think there were two shooters? Lee Harvey Oswald was the far, uh, was the fall guy. Yeah. yeah, you think there was a shooter in the grassy knoll? I. I admit I'm not sure where the second shooter was or who they were, but I okay. think there was a second shooter, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, well, what do you think? Are you just saying it's very unlikely that they could have covered it up neatly or that it's impossible? No, I, I, I don't think it's an, in, 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 obviously it's not entirely impossible. I just think it's, it's when you start looking at it as being like a, a grand conspiracy with like multiple actors, I think the more people that you add to that, the harder it is that it's going to be to cover that up. Yeah. But you and, have all the people who died mysteriously, like you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's yeah, very well. But uh, it, it is it's 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 it becomes harder for me to believe that like more people are kind of thrown into it. And I think when you those, think like, that makes the web bigger and that someone speaks out. Yeah, and the bigger the net, the harder it's going to be to contain all the fish. <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I think another thing with the CIA, the first thing you're saying is how whenever you put an individual into it, they, you you always find a way to um, uh, debunk it, like you're saying with LBJ or um, you gave other examples. Mm. I wonder if that's just because that it's more, it's easier to investigate into an individual and yeah. what they were doing what they all the transmissions and it is to do with an entity such as the CIA which is why this theory is more difficult to debunk that's well that it's true actually I would say it almost goes the opposite way it's, it's harder to investigate into that government agency in particular because it's so secretive yeah, yeah. so it, 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 that that is what also kind of and, and why I, I still can like dance around some of like the CIA conspiracies mainly because it's really hard to actually investigate yeah. them and also because there are a lot of things that line up that make it look suspicious. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> but, but, let's be honest, it's not like the CIA hasn't assassinated other world leaders before yeah. at that yeah. time. It, the CIA well, is much and, different and, now. Yeah. You know, actively having plans like to kill Castro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, but it's, for me, it, it it is it's just harder to think in terms of like a like I said just to reiterate, the grander that scheme, the harder it is to to to, be, to to contain it. Which is why like looking back at mortar era theory again, I can see that on such a small level where it's like we just made a big mistake. Yeah, let's 
let's just like quickly kind of sweep this under the rug because and you know try if there's loose ends who cares yeah <laughs> we can deny it in some manner yeah um, and i think that, that makes a lot of sense because i think that if you um it's it makes more sense that i guess it's better it paints a better light on the these government agencies because if they were trying to cover this up and, and they had been planning on it the whole time they did a horrible job <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's also it's a question of risks involved too. Yeah. Like I, I I imagine that if you're working in any agency like that, you have to be like, okay, if we end up doing something like this and we mess up, mm -hmm. it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we're we're done. Um, and it already did so much damage to their credibility as is. Yeah, if, if they're involved or not. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, so so I, you think part of your the theory it reminds me what it's called the. My mortal error, mortal error theory. Mortal error. Okay. And I also that name that I'm throwing out when I say mortal error theory that has to do with a, a book that was published. Mortal error, the shot that killed JFK. So it's uh, error. E R R O R. E R R O R. Okay. Right? That's outlined by um, uh, by this author who just takes together all of uh, Donahue's research. Okay. Um. So, in that theory, the, the CIA, the FBI, were aware that this agent um, shot Kennedy. They were aware that he shot Kennedy, but they did not direct him to do that. Of course, yes. But, but, but they, they were aware, aware that, like, happen. crap, this just happened. Yeah. Oh, and I, I want to say that when I think that it's very possible that the CIA was involved, mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that I think they were single-handedly the number one people orchestrating it, but also the fact that they could have been aware of something that they somewhat aided and abetted and then didn't put a full stop to. Mm -hmm. So when I say I think that it was the CIA, it means I think that there's also a possibility that, not that they were had this grand plan for months, but just that they were complicit. I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces. Um, we know how high the stakes were. It was the tensest part of the Cold War. And um, after JFK was assassinated, in comes LBJ, and the policy towards communist countries does change mm -hmm. quite dramatically. Look at Vietnam is the yeah. most obvious example. And um, there are other examples too, but I don't know. And then there's other pieces too. The, the LBJ theory is interesting. I want to say that I don't believe the LBJ theory, mm -hmm. but it's interesting to talk about. Do you want to talk about it? I'm about to talk about okay. it. <laughs> um, you know, and it, you know, and even I remember even they interviewed Richard Nixon once and they asked him about the Kennedy assassination. And he says, you know what they say about LBJ? He never liked being uh, number two. Cue super creepy Richard Nixon smile. So <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty interesting. You see the, the video of uh, when they shot Kennedy. Uh, LBJ is a tall guy. He's like 6'6 six, six or something. Is he? And you look at the video where he's, you know, he's sitting in one row and Kennedy's in the next. And he's like lower than Kennedy. Like he's, he's ducking. I, I don't know why. I, I don't think that's enough to warrant any kind of investigation. And after... Kennedy is killed. Um, he, the Kennedy family, uh, said that he acted suspiciously. You know, he told Bo uh, he told Bobby, uh, "I need you a lot more than you need me." And he clears out his stuff instantly. And then he uh, has that moment where he uh, calls Jackie Kennedy uh, on the phone to like have this heartwarming phone call where he's uh, consoling her, but there's really a bunch of White House reporters around him and he's just doing it for PR. And uh, I, I don't believe the LBJ theory at all, but it's it's just interesting. Um, one thing that I think is really interesting that I want to talk to you a little bit about, Caden, is the recent documents that came out that shed light on what Lee Harvey Oswald was doing leading up to the assassination, including mm -hmm. his time in Mexico City and before that his time in the Soviet Union. I know yeah. you want to talk a little bit about that. Know about but... So um, not so much from recent reports, although mm -hmm. I'm sure maybe that's where some of that information came from. Um, but basically, uh, there was a time, I'm going to say six months before mm -hmm. the assassination, where um, Lee Harvey Oswald goes to Mexico, to Mexico City, 
and tries to go to the Russian embassy there and to the Cuban embassy there mm -hmm. and supposedly to, to try and get um, citizenship and actually like move to those countries. Mm -hmm. um, but they, they both turned it down. Yeah. Um, it plays into this conspiracy that it was a foreign actor in the yeah. sense that they were trying that even all the part Cubans of the, yeah. the Russians were like meeting up with them to like mm -hmm. discuss plans and all that. That's been dismissed a lot though because it's become a little bit more clear that he he went there yeah with the oh, intent absolutely. to just get try and try and get access. So to you countries. don't believe any theories that it was the Russians or the Cubans? I I yeah I don't believe that because there's yeah. not there's yeah. not enough. To, to back it. And, and I, I feel like the other thing, too, is that because right when that happened, both countries were so adamant and, like, freaked out that they were going to be blamed for it. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about this for recording. Basically, yeah. the, the, the Soviets, after Kennedy was assassinated, were really scared. <laughs> yeah, they were that, like, they're going to blame us. Blame like, us, we're yeah. the number one culprit. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then Castro uh, and his government ended, ended up reaching out trying to tell the Warren Commission that uh, yeah we know that you're trying to assassinate Castro yeah. <laughs> we're not trying to assassinate your guys so yeah. um, just to be clear on that yeah the the, the only thing that that, that made that uh, whole theory really explode with being at foreign agencies uh, there was an investigation that was supposed to look towards that tie um, but I believe it was the Warren Commission that ended up saying no we're not going to look into that but it was because the CIA had plans at the time to had plans trying to assassinate Fidel Castro, yeah. and they were afraid that by going and launching an investigation in that area, it would end up uncovering that. Oh, that, that makes sense. Problems for the agency. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. They didn't look into Russia either. Yeah, and, the Soviets. Uh, yeah, I towards the Soviets. Yeah, I'm gonna say I don't even think it was really on the radar um, entirely. No. Um, the Soviets could have done it. I don't think it was the Russians either. Nick. I don't think so, but I'm, I'm asking why they, they didn't they investigate were, the Soviets. Do you think it wasn't on the radar? So, so well, one of the then this goes into more of the grand conspiracy stuff. But people talking about how Oswald um, was once a member of the military. He defected yeah, um, and went to the Soviet Union and told people that he was going to give naval secrets to the to the Soviets, but the Soviets ended up turning them down. He came back to the US and he basically wasn't really like punished much for it. Mm -hmm. Um which the whole grand conspiracy people kind of take as, oh, this just goes to show you that this is all part of the plan. Because yeah. now he's gonna be their father. And that's guy. something I don't believe either. Sometimes he just maybe wasn't punished to the extent mm -hmm. that he but that doesn't mean that it's a conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. So it's it's it's. Do you think he went under the rate? He was kind of under the radar about his his things that he the developed divulging secrets and stuff. And that's why. He no, was he was very vocal about it, which is why the grand conspiracy people. He was uh, he was outspoken. Yeah. That he was going to do these things. Then he ended up coming back to the U.S. and joined a Cubanist um, communist group. Hmm. So it, there's there's a that I that I get and I understand why that plays into the grand conspiracy um, but it, it doesn't actually give a ton of credit it, do, it doesn't and even though it looks like it it doesn't really project a lot onto the foreign actor theory yeah because apparently they didn't really want anything to do with him to begin with yeah um, I think the biggest argument against the foreign act, actor theory is just the reaction of both those countries yeah being immediately like, oh crap, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting because... Well, and, and really quick, I'm sorry, but the other thing too is is that surely it would be in their best interest to keep Kennedy in office if he's taking a more diplomatic approach rather than... Yeah, that is true. But but obviously not to say he, his foreign policy completely, you know, was trying to take out... No, well, I, want, I want to talk about that because uh, the Russians believe that they could work with Kennedy. I mean... Kennedy was firmly against communism, like any U.S. president. Um, you know, maybe even more firmly than most, which is kind of hard to say because we're a country that stands against communism pretty strongly. <laughs> but um, he believed he could work with Khrushchev. Uh, we know they had their first meeting in Paris at the beginning of JFK's presidency. Um, Khrushchev kind of lectured him and he thought he could push Kennedy around, uh, but they actually developed a much more diplomatic approach. They signed the Nuclear Test Ban Treaty, which was one of the biggest accomplishments during the Cold War. Mm. Um, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, 
um, with help from his brother Bobby, they set up a secret back channel to the Russian government. Um, you know, a Russian agent would come in, pretend to be a journalist, but they're actually hashing out negotiations to uh, end the Cuban Missile Crisis and pull back our missiles um, from Turkey. And um, there's one. And, and, and then there was that moment where the the Russians lined up their tanks at the border between East and West Germany, and then you know. It's all tense, and then Kenny calls Khrushchev and says, I'll move back an inch if you move back an inch, and then, you know, they finally de-escalate yeah. that. So there were some tense moments. Kennedy hated communism, but especially if you look at his speech at the American University, um, his peace speech, uh, which uh, Khrushchev called the best speech given by an American president since FDR, there was actually some respect between mm -hmm. Kennedy and the Russians. Yeah. We strongly disagree. Like, we want our view of the world versus yours. They were adversaries to the fullest, but they, he wasn't the kind of guy that they would want to assassinate because he did have a very diplomatic approach. Hmm. So that's my understanding of that. Just to kind of a side note, I think one of the most, one of the things in history that I think the importance of is incredibly undermined in most people's understanding of modern history is the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm. Yeah. It's probably the most important event of the Cold War. Well, it is, yeah, it is, it is misunderstood because the reason the Cuban Missile Crisis happened is because we instigated it with the Bay of Pigs invasion. Yeah. And um, then we found out about their missiles. And we also, we, we had missiles on Turkey right on their yeah, doorstep. That, that, they were just as threatened as we were. And, uh, to Kennedy's credit, he got it. He got it. He got us out of that mess. But it was also a mess that he created. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I'm as big of a JFK fan as anybody. Like I'm going to say that right now. But he's, you know, he created that crisis and he fixed it. So. Yeah, and I think <laughs> any other Cold War era president wouldn't have been able to handle that crisis. I don't think because I don't think any no. other would one would be in that so inclined to deal with it di diplomatically. I think no. if it was any other president, that would have been World War Three. It would have been. I have a fun side story. If you guys are into fun side stories, yeah. is that okay for that okay. podcast? Yeah. So, during the Cold War, there's a Russian submarine um, off the coast of Cuba, and we have our military blockade, right? Yeah. So the U.S. is testing drills, and we're firing off our dummy um, bombs, um, and one of them hits a Russian submarine, it's a nuclear submarine. Mm -hmm. And they don't know what's going on up there. They've been down there for weeks. For all they know, this nuclear war could have already started or something. Mm -hmm. There is a rule that if they're gonna do a counter-strike, a nuclear counter-strike, then all the captains need to agree simultaneously. And there yeah. needs to be at least two of those captains. And in this case, just by chance, there's three guys. Yeah. The first two guys say, all right, let's issue a nuclear strike. We're being attacked. Yeah. The third guy says no. <laughs> it's only happenstance. Yeah. Have you ever heard that story? I've heard it's this only story. happenstance yeah. that he's on that submarine. And yeah, I know. If that, if we that guy was on the submarine, we would have started So whoever that, I don't, I don't remember his name. Whoever that Russian guy is, he decided to hop on. He saved the whole world. <laughs> that, it's crazy. And people, I mean... This has nothing to do with about the Kennedy's assassination. I'm just a history. That's person, okay. So. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it it was it definitely was a key event leading up to um, the assassination in the Cold War, and and actually gives me reason to more reason to believe that it wasn't the Russians. Yeah. So, well, there you go. Well, well to to kind of circle back, I want to talk more about is it the Mortal error or mortar error? Mortal. Mortal error. That makes more sense than what I thought you were saying. <laughs> the the mortal error theory. Yeah. Um, the guy's name, who George. Which guy? The guy who shot. Um, George Hickory. George Hickory. It's. It would be so hard to live with that burden that he would have, even the, even knowing that the first shot was fatal. Yeah. That would be a huge burden to live with, knowing that you shot the man, the leader of the free world, who you are specifically in charge of protecting. Can you imagine that? Yeah. 
maybe he didn't do it. (laughs) 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 It's, um, I also, I just want to say, I want to correct myself. I believe I've been saying George Hickory, but I believe it's George Hickey. George George Hickey. 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 Well, there you go, Caden. Your entire theory falls apart. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So, do you know anything about uh, what George Hickey did after? No. No? I don't. All I know is about the the theory about he basically did it. Yeah. No, part two. I think if you you look into his personal life, you, it would be, there could be a lot of evidence towards the, um, towards or against this theory based off of how he reacted. Yeah. Um, how he lived his life after Life afterwards. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I say, make this a part two. I can do that. Yeah. I'd love to do one where I just talk about this one, because this is the one that I found the most interesting. Yeah. I'm done. Um, and uh, just research this one fully. Yeah. On Prudento. Yeah. What are the other popular theories? I want to make sure that we've covered them all. <laughs> um, it's the um, the grand conspiracy. Um, that's the CIA one, right? That's the CIA one. Uh, mortal error theory. And then, why am I forgetting this one? There's a, uh, well, yeah, it was the foreign actors. The foreign actors, yeah. yeah. And then the, the soul. Then, yeah, and then the soul. So that's kind of your four. Okay. Um, that, that, that is the, that's the big. Well, I, I was just thinking, a, imagine, imagine you're, you're going out to the presidential uh, parade. Yeah. The, the, the president's coming through your, coming through your, your city. It was Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. He's coming through, through Dallas and you get to see him. And you put on your suit. You, you you didn't watch the weather this morning. You don't know what the weather is going to be like. You bring your umbrella, and now uh, sixty years later, people think that you're involved in killing the president. Yeah, that's what I think. That's actually, I see people with umbrellas all the time when it's sunny because it's shade. You know what always gets me? What gets you? Famous last words to President Kennedy, Kennedy from the governor's wife. You can't say that uh, Dallas doesn't love you, Mr. President. No, I suppose you can't. Thank you for listening to this President's Day special. We'll be releasing more podcasts in this series in the coming weeks, so please stay tuned. My name is Jackson Dines. Stay curious.